0: Hi and welcome to Carbon Podcast, episode three sixty five. This is it, guys. This is finally the one where you could start at one and listen to an episode a day for an entire year. I kind of threw up in my mouth a little bit. That's that. <laughs> just
1: that's just wait. Why is that a
2: vomit moment? That is. is wait, as a fan I of don't... this podcast. Okay. Like, I, I think... That's like a dream to be able to listen to an episode a day and not be able to run out of content I, for a
0: year. I appreciate that because oh, I I enjoy doing this, clearly. But I cringe listening back to it every time. Like, I, <laughs> I have listened to this podcast more than anyone in the world. Because I since day one, have been editing it. Each episode is a listen back, and now Jesse and I are taking turns um, going through some of the older ones, Uh, like I'm currently listening to, I just finished uh, Easy Over, that was uh, 150 or 151 or something like that, Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we should introduce ourselves. I'm your host, Chris Truscott-Brown.
1: And I'm Matt Spurr.
0: And I'm Phil Walter.
2: And I'm Emily Jarecki.
0: And I need you guys to help me out with something. I I bought a sampler pack of uh, two of each, sorry, three of each of four different kinds of beer from Stanley Park Brewing. So I'm going to be consuming all of them during this podcast. That'll be fun. Uh, Do I want to start with Park Sesh Lager? Sunsetter Peach Wheat Ale Waypoint Hazy Pale Ale or Electro Lager
2: I'm going to say start with the pale and end with the peach and the other two in whichever order you choose
0: Alright, I'm starting with a Waypoint Hazy Pale Ale As I drink this uh, I believe Matt had a had a story he wanted to get to
1: yeah, so, okay, so I know I haven't mentioned where I work, and we're not going to do that either, just because things, but uh, so specifically, had kind of a rough day on, I guess it would have been Wednesday, no, it was it? Tuesday, no, it was Monday. You um, sure? Basically, one of the things that regularly would happen, you know, is if one person calls in sick, it means that you're basically covering, like, everything yourself, or mm-hmm if you don't know, happen to be working with, like, a slacker or something and they're not very not very initiative-taking at their job, then you end up kind of doing a lot of things yourself. Uh, basically, as working, uh, basically, we didn't have, like, supervisor called in six, so it was just me and another guy. Uh, we also happened to not have a forklift because one of them had broken down, and so um, it was just a very kind of a stressful day. I
0: just want to add... Uh, um... Without naming the business, obviously you work in like, like I, warehousing, I work in a right? Lumberyard. A lumberyard. Okay, carry on.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, and as like I was like hired to operate a forklift, which is a little sometimes just a little bit frustrating because you know, not driving a forklift as part of my main part of my job is it's like okay, this is what i was hired for, and then I don't get a chance to actually do that part of the job is kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, But either way, it's like I'm just the kind of person who, if I don't have something to do, I want to take on whatever I can and just make sure that I'm keeping busy. Um, Now, that's not too hard to do when you're short-staffed. But then at one point during that day, I managed to uh, load up like 15 sheets of drywall into a guy's van, only to have him come back an hour later to unload all those sheets again and then instead load heavier drywall, uh, another 15 sheets Uh, later on. Uh, it was a very difficult and stressful day. Uh, one of the other things adding to that was we did get uh this basically we have two forklifts, one of them broken down, the other one had to be used by the uh the receiver. When he went on lunch, we got our chance to use our forklift, so I had like one hour to get as much done as I could. Uh meanwhile on the radio I keep getting people being like, Hey, could you do this? Could you do this? Could you do this? And it's no. like <laughs> I need I need to do one thing right now and it's not answer petty requests. <laughs> and was again super frustrating all this leading up to i'm very frustrated and tired and exhausted and it's also did i happen to mention it's like over 30 degrees outside um so finally we do have a little bit more staff and we're all just kind of chatting and as i'm talking i just said something to the effect of sometimes it's just not worth the freaking 15 bucks an hour and getting paid Now, everyone was a little surprised that that was what I was making, but it was also right near the end of my shift, and, uh, you know, you complain about the job, it's the sort of thing that happens, Um, you know, it's how you kind of relate to people, Mm -hmm. and it's always frustrating. Anyway, so I actually had Tuesday off, so got a chance to kind of recover, relax, and I had a shift on Wednesday, I'd had asked that I wouldn't do any evening shifts on Wednesday, Uh, But I ended up having one and it was like, okay, I guess I'll just do this one and check in with them and figure out what's going on. Fast forward to Wednesday and I got to work, I locked in and got met by the general manager. And so she's like, okay, I just need you to like hop in here for a moment or something. And once the door is closed, she greets me with the words like, did you say this? apparently what I had said got back to her. And I thought, okay, crap, I'm sorry, I was complaining about my job. She's like, no, no, the 15 bucks an hour, did you say that? And yes, I happen to be making 15 bucks an hour, but uh, she reminded me that it was something that I was supposed to have kept to myself. Yes, generally not
0: a good idea to share in case somebody else is doing the same job as you for less. Just as a general rule. Well, yeah,
1: and it's, well, and yeah it's, and it, it's. Yeah, basically, it was one of those things when I got hired, like I had additional experience, like already working in a lumber yard and driving trucks and operating a forklift and all that stuff. So they were able to justify paying me a little bit more. Uh, but apparently, in my frustration and let, having let that slip out um, all Tuesday, um, she had been talking with HR. And a bunch of people had come in wanting raises mm-hmm. and actually the supervisor, I guess when he found out that he was making the same that I was making, uh, handed in his resignation. And all this is leading up to this is the story of how Matt got fired. Oof. Uh, yeah. This that's actually that's the first back. house I've ever been fired from. Oh, no no.
3: But um, I will also say that's complete bullshit.
0: It it I... is complete I... bullshit. <laughs> to fire it someone for that but I do yeah. think that's fair uh, if you got a written warning I wouldn't think that's out of line that is something like what you make is a confidential You, will, if you tell yeah, people what you make you are actually breaching confidentiality between yourself and your
1: employer and, and I don't was, think you should have gotten fired it from it but thing. But yeah, there. I think the bigger thing was there was some serious fallout, and they basically don't have staff in the yard, kind of right now. Or if they do, they're all kind of pissed off. And it was something that, yeah, like Chris said, it was a confidential thing, and I did agree to keep that confidential. And it was just,
0: but you know what? Yeah. It's not like it was you were promise, spreading,
1: I mean to say, and I did, and I, I but
0: you weren't. Promise. You weren't intentionally spreading dissension or trying to stir up trouble. Oh, yeah. It was a slip of the tongue, and you made a mistake. I would think a verbal or written warning is fair and deserved. Firing, nah, not on your first offense, not on a slip of the tongue when it was just accidental, not like like people intentionally do stir up shit. That's not what you were doing.
2: And I'm I'm not gonna lie, like in in younger days, at a, a many jobs back, I did make that same mistake. Um, now, it didn't end the same way. I didn't, like, get fired for that reason or anything. But it was really clear because I was making more than some of the other people that were there. That, like, it put it in a really weird, like, social tension sort of a thing. I... So that was kind of my introduction to, like, even though it didn't have really bad consequences like, like yours like in the sense of getting fired or something like that it was just sort of a like oh i should not have said that and Hmm. i should never do that again (laughs) having
0: uh been like i'm quite a few years older than you matt as you know uh having been around like seeing that happen in several different workplaces as soon as you said this isn't worth 15 bucks an hour I immediately knew this was where the story was going. It's just that's... Yeah. Um, also, that being earlier, like say you said, I had you a lot just... more
1: free time on my hands. Yeah, um, I. Uh... So I will say. So before you say what? that, mm-hmm. I will say that there is kind of a somewhat kind of a blessing in disguise with this. Um, first of all, I had already given my two weeks' notice, so it's not like this. I wasn't. Kind you of just let out so early. <laughs> for this. Basically, right. yeah, and. The other thing being is, like, what you're saying, like, Emily, what you're saying with, uh, like, it making it things more awkward around, I feel like if they had tried to keep me on, they probably would have had to pay everyone else, or, like, give everyone else a raise, which would have just been more frustrating and difficult for them, because they are already having hard enough time hiring people.
0: The thing is, so the cat's out of the bag of now. Like, They're still screwed, yeah. whether they fire you or not. The people well, are no, still going to be like, okay, but I still, like, where's my 15 bucks an hour? Like...
1: Right. Yeah. Well and they they can kinda of justify that like in the fact that like I did have experience, they can try and tell people that. Yeah, that doesn't is that there's the supervisor already put in his notice because they already weren't on the best terms, like you didn't like the manager very much. Yeah. It was just so, a final straw. And, yeah. Yeah. But for and so, example, like, and he was really the workhouse workhorse of the yard, so like I... after him there's like maybe one other guy who kind of like worked as hard. I had a good enough work ethic.
0: I think at several, like, uh, I think I was probably outside of management. One of the highest paid people in the warehouse I used to work at back in Chilliwack. I also am pretty sure I was among at least the top five highest paid employees at Canadian Tire outside of management and that they had a pay scale like from dollar amount to dollar amount like minimum maximum. I was about four bucks past the maximum. (laughs) Like, Ah. but I can say that now, but I was not telling anyone that while I was there because like, I'm not letting that out. And I do in fact, without obviously I, I work in an automotive shop. I do know for a fact in something I overheard that I shouldn't have. I know for a fact that one of the mechanics in the shop Actually makes quite a bit more than the rest of the mechanics. I am never ever like right. I. You I'm guys don't know. <laughs> you guys don't know any of them. So without naming a name, yeah, even if you knew the yeah. shop, you would not be able to guess. But I'm never right. letting that out because, like, do you know how much right. shit I would stir up in my shop if I let Seriously. that slip? Like, I. Now, that the, would be bad. That, that being said,
3: I'll, I'll say. You know, you guys were saying that it's it's part of confidentiality that you can't breach. I know at least in the United States, uh, they can't force you
0: to keep that confidential. Correct. They can make
3: it their policy it's a request. That, that it's a request.
0: I believe um, most yeah. employers uh, I have signed a contract. I don't know if that's a difference between Canadian and American law, but it, it's only confidentiality it be. because I, I signed it, it not because that's implicit.
3: Now, yeah. that being said, we also live in the state of Ohio, which is a right-to-work state, which, contrary to what the name sounds like, means they can fire you for any reason. Right. Yeah. Um that's, that's So something
1: else I should mention. I was still within yeah. my 90 days. Yeah. Like, I have not... I have oh, so they that, didn't so have to pay
0: you out for firing you. Ah, that's a pain. They actually did, though.
1: Oh, okay. No, they That's are. nice. So they, yeah. I, I feel like they... I don't know, they they really liked the work that I was doing Like I was, one. Of the, like I said, I was one of the people that did take initiative I was like, one of the projects I actually did was like cleaned up uh, Where they kept all the siding and stuff Like they used to just have like a whole bunch of crappy boxes and stuff That were like stuff that was not selling Where everything was like super dusty and gross And just like over the time I was there I like cleaned it all out and filled it with just actual proper stock
0: Yeah
1: Nice uh, I think so they were
0: probably they, uh, Sad to see you go but yeah. i think actually given that your notice was already in is why they decided to do it i think they felt yeah. and they're probably correct the best thing that the best use they could get out of you during your your time there basically circling the drain is it's like okay we can make an example and it's like this is what happens when you start discussing what you make with other employees that's going to go down like that's going to help benefit them because like, you make an example of somebody, and everyone else is going to be like, okay, I'm not going to be talking about that if that's what happens. So, right.
2: yeah.
0: unfortunately, the man wins well, again.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. Matt, I, I have to say, as as much as that sucks, uh, welcome yeah. to the Fun Employment Club.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for, realistically, until I actually get a chance to go... Or, say get to go back to bc i'm basically being paid to stay at home now
2: yeah so, well, that's nice too yeah it's
1: it doesn't so i really expect you on every podcast from... oh of course i've got i've got nothing but free time now <laughs> <laughs> i, I will
3: say that uh you know the the fact that companies try to keep you from discussing pay well yes can prevent shit from being stirred up in you know work environments and stuff like that uh you do have to worry a little bit about it. It, uh... If people don't know what other people are making, discrimination is less visible. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Gender I, pay gap yeah. and stuff like that becomes yeah. invisible. And... There that is.
1: was the It's not something that a lot of, um... I don't know, not a lot... Something like a lot of females go out of their way to want to work in.
0: So, um... There is a... Look, that being
1: said, anyone can work anywhere they want, but yeah. just in general, it's not something that has I've seen happen.
0: There is a gender pay gap, actually, at my work. Uh, my female co-worker makes quite a bit more than I do. She's been there longer, but also she's <laughs> like... Just a far I, more competent. I think... Oh, yeah, no, no, 100%. I think I'm good at my job. She is freaking fantastic at her job. Like, unbelievably so. I... She and I like uh, we we joke she's my work wife, I have a a home wife and then a work wife um uh, she course. and I are you know we don't let on that we know, but we're frank and candid about everything with each other, and it's like the day so that work, we last frank and she's candid? yes, uh the sorry as it needs the day that we each got our last raise immediately after we came out of the uh the private closed door meeting it's like how much you getting? Oh, how much you getting? Huh, cool. But I'm just I, if she's getting more than me, I'm happy for her. She deserves it. I uh
2: I uh speaking of of people hiring and stuff like that, um I went to the vet today. Uh, mm-hmm. I already told you guys, but uh for the podcast, my my cat was uh getting a dental today with uh actually my former work wife. Uh <laughs> um she uh she's she and I have remained good friends. That's good. Uh but I noticed that the restaurant next door to the vet clinic had this sign up uh back kind of by their, their back entrance so that people going to the vet could see it as well. Um I posted in chat, but for the podcast here, it says, Of course we are hiring who isn't and then it has the restaurant's logo under it. So <laughs> I was like, you know what, that's clever. I like that. I'm good idea. <laughs>
0: I'm now going with the electric. Did it pay well? Electro Lager from Stanley Park Brewing.
2: <laughs> Excellent. How was is, how is the uh, uh, ale?
0: The, a- log, uh, log uh, the Waypoint Hazy Pale I'm Ale. Rattler. It was nice. It was, as described, a hazy pale ale in that it was a bit hoppy, but not really super intense. But it definitely did have an IPA. I couldn't confuse it for a lager. This sure. one's going to be a lager. I wonder what so electro lager. about it.
1: It's pretty good. Actually, this is a Rattler.
0: Oh, hmm. uh is that coconut? No, nope, dragon fruit.
2: Oh, oh got water. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> hydrate you de- water. dehydrate people. <laughs> yeah, everybody time. hydrate. Yeah.
1: Speaking no, of just drinking, drinking was um uh strawberry lemonade Rattler.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Speaking of drinking, I had uh I learned something life-changing. Not for the reason that it was supposed to be. (laughs) So, I have always had my whole life a terrible gag reflex. Like, even taking, like, swallowing... Okay, you might benefit from this. Uh, Even, like, swallowing a Tylenol or, like, doing shots. I like doing shots, but they're hard. Like, shots are hard on my gag reflex because anything you have to just pour down quickly. It's like, I basically... I actually do my shots. I've gotten more tolerant to doing the mouthful and swallow, which is the bad way to do shots. That's not how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to just pour it down. I can't just pour it down. It it yeah. will come right back up. <clears throat> but on, I've talked about it several times. I'm glad Jesse isn't here to roll his eyes, but he will later. Uh, I do listen <laughs> to a daily podcast called The Ralph Report. One of the segments okay. they do every Thursday is Ralph Sex University. It's like a bit he used to do back when he was on K-Rock Radio. Um, but it's just sometimes silly, but it's never really, like, disrespectful. And it's just frank adult discussion about sexuality. And it's just, like, things... If you've been wondering about something, like, they just recently, with the whole thing about whether Batman does or does not go down on people, <laughs> it was just like, let's talk about this maybe some people have wanted to try it and haven't and they've been scared and and just in frank terms he explains like here are some tips and techniques and just basically the way to go down on a woman and like you know do's and don'ts and it was it's a very interesting discussion like that kind of thing yeah they they take listener requests and some guy who uh like obviously a gay gentleman uh, based on the call uh, or sorry, the email. He didn't want to give his name because his boyfriend listens to the podcast, but he said, uh, although I am a gay man, I, I've never really gotten into deep throating and my most recent boyfriend is really into it. This hasn't come up on sex. You yet. Uh, Could you get a little bit more into deep throating? And, and so it was a whole history on deep-throating. And they do get a little bit silly uh, sometimes uh, because th- it was, like, different ways that you can actually learn. So, Matt, pay attention. Uh, this might help your, uh, okay. your uh, you know, lack of work situation. Uh, but gotcha. just different techniques that might help for deep-throating. But apparently, and I'm going to describe it as I show you guys, if you take your left hand, and it has to be your left... Fold your thumb inside and then grip and, like, squeeze your thumb. Oh, yeah. That dulls your gag reflex. And they put it... I've heard of this as a nausea
3: cure before.
0: uh, They put it to the test in that they each tried to deep throat a banana and, like, do a little bite on it to mark your thing and then try with this technique. Both of them got, like, a couple inches further, like, it works. And since hearing that, obviously I'm not deep-throating anybody but i <laughs> have been doing do- i have been doing like sure the-, you <laughs> the thumb grip every huh. shot every tylenol and i'm telling you it fucking works like i can actually just easily swallow pills now and shots are actually way easier and i'm doing the pour down the throat and like i'm like that's so weird that i can squeeze my thumb and my the gag doesn't work
2: I've- <laughs> the other things that i've heard or have experienced have of- have worked a little bit for me, because I have nausea, like, constantly with my stomach issues.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, sometimes, like, kind of just touching your throat can sometimes help relieve some of that nausea I found, I've... which seems weird, but just, like, kind of holding your, your hand here helps a little bit. Similar the to other the... other thing th- is, yeah. there's, like, a little reflex point kind of at the crux of your elbow on the inside, and if you, like... So the opposite push of Push down really penis. hard... Right. So you, like, put your arm like this, and you squeeze down with your thumb, and it should, like, hurt just a little bit, essentially. But that's also supposed to kind of relieve some of that.
0: I wonder if it's those specific points, or if it's just the concentrating on, am I doing it right, in the distraction.
2: I mean, there's definitely some, you know, possible validity for both. I will say the one that, like, reflects that for sure always seems to work for me if you have a headache in the front of your head, that area, like the webbing between I've, your thumb yeah, and your forefinger. Right, right there. It, yeah. You get like way into it, almost like to where the bones meet. And you push really hard. I've and heard that so many times. I've
0: never had it work for me. I've tried it.
2: I have heard. I do know some people where they cannot do it to themselves. But if someone else does it for them, it works and for And that them. I've never tried. So. So, yeah, so I don't know if it could be that. Or, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy and a lot of that reflex stuff is, like, psychosomatic. Well, and, that's what I'm wondering. Way, am I just tricking but myself? Either <laughs> way, right, yeah. Well, but honestly, either saying, way... It's like, like misdirection it, for your own body. I mean, that's what I'm honestly, saying, yeah. <laughs> like, there's there's a possibility that it works just not for the reasons we might think it works. Yay, we'll see. Well, still, I feel awesome. Right, which is still... Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not entirely convinced that all reflex stuff is completely placebo effect, um, but honestly, even if it is, like, it's valid if it helps you, right? Like, if I've got a blaring headache, and I've already taken, like, some ibuprofen or something like that, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, it won't stop, and that is enough to... Help me, even if it's only psychosomatic. Yeah. Like, I'll take it. You but know? That, that's like, the thing. So,
0: the placebo effect is, been... is a legitimate medical procedure because it works. Like,
1: oh, yeah, absolutely. Right. Surprisingly well. Just while we're on topic of headaches, I've always found that, like, especially depending on the headache you have, just like take, putting your hands on the back of your head and stretching your neck muscles hmm. is usually, like, enough to at least take um, part of the pressure I would, off. I yeah. would submit. Like, you that... just like, close your eyes and just, like, stretch it. I would like submit that if that works bit, for
0: you, it
3: just, it works that's probably you the cause of that headache. Headaches. Yeah, you're probably it's, having tension headaches.
2: It's right. kind of also like in the opposite not placebos that work, but um basically no psychosomatic c-bos. issues as well, like if your supposed medical issues are maybe quote unquote all in your head. The other thing is, just as placebos that work are kind of legitimate, so are problems that are also kind of all in your head, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it may not be a problem for the reason you think it is, but I don't know. I'm really interested in some of that, like mind-body connection. Well, as because as it's an example, what we can get ourselves to kind of as an example, believe or... uh,
0: claustrophobia is not real you're not choking. You're not dying. You can breathe. There is air there.
2: Right. But you're still going to have, you're
0: still going to have a legitimate recognizable documentable medical crisis if I put you in a box. It's
3: just
2: like, there is no No situation yeah,
3: like, I could put all these, yeah. (laughs) It, It reminds me of a joke I read recently, which was uh a person who's having just complete you know massive pain but they've checked out everything they've been to all the doctors they're finally in so much pain they go to the emergency room and the doctor there says have you considered that it's all in your head and he says yes please help me yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's literally all it is, you know? right? Like, just because I mean, it's in it... my head doesn't mean I don't need help,
2: <laughs> yeah. right? You just might need yeah. a therapist or a psychiatrist instead of you know a pain management doctor a, or something like that. So... A
0: problem that's imaginary is still a problem, <laughs> like... right?
2: If it's yeah. affecting your life, it is yep.
1: Like, and if the problem you have, like if you go to a pharmacist, everything's going to take pills. It's like you need to make sure you are going to like the right person to help you to be the help you need.
2: And that's been part of my problem with, like, for example, the stomach issues I was talking about. Mm -hmm. It's, like, since I was in elementary school, I've gone to, like, a bunch of different GI specialists, and, like, they'd occasionally find, like, ulcers or things like that, but, like, once the ulcers were healed, they still couldn't find any reason um, that, uh, you know, they couldn't find any reason that there was further issues Um, the most helpful most helpful thing that I found so far uh, was going to an allergist and immunologist and they put me on a crap load of uh, antihistamines and that's helped some it certainly hasn't fixed it Um, I guess with people with my condition sometimes also have something called mast cell activation disorder uh, which basically, you're not allergic to just, like, one thing, but it's, like, everything kind of irritates it a little bit. Yeah. So you're just kind of having, like, a, a mild reaction to a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, the problem is that from the tests that the immunologist did, it's kind of one of those, you don't have, like, really clear, like, off-the-chart markers from the blood test or the urine test or any of these other things that we've done to be like yup that's absolutely a mass attack they said it still could be but it's hard to like label it that it's, way because they're not entirely it's sure kind of so like, I'm like look man just like if you can help me I don't care what you call it Like,
0: <laughs> it, it's kind of like if I put like you lay down and I put 1000 different one pound objects on you which thing killed you right yeah and then i scan it's like oh you shouldn't about, be dead because nothing. <laughs> it's like you shouldn't be dead because nothing that we put on you was heavy enough to kill you it's like yeah but right. then when it's all of the things that's why it's a right. problem
2: right yeah so and yeah and there's also like i know that i've also developed like anxieties and stuff around my conditions as well so then it also becomes the fun game of like how much of what i'm like experiencing is physical and how much of it is like exaggerated by like anxiety and stuff like that. And and that answer is probably a decent amount of both. There's, there's (laughs) the problem,
0: uh, anxiety and like, just when your brain is playing games with yourself, one of the biggest lies your brain tells you is that you're lying. And so it's just like, Oh, but are you really sick? And it's just like,
2: oh yeah, imposter <laughs> syndrome is. a bit. Yeah, and... <laughs> like there are times that I've been like, I, I mean, I, I'm so much better than a lot of people I know with Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. Like maybe I don't really have it, and then I start thinking about like all of the like herniated disc I've had and <laughs> dislocations and stuff like that. And I'm like, like no, that's... I definitely have it, but like that, that's not. Like typical to me, <laughs> yes, right, yeah. I'm like, you no, know, no. There are things that are like clear markers here. Mm-hmm. I just, but I still have moments sometimes where I'm like, well, maybe I'm not as bad as as I sometimes sound like I am. Like by the way I describe it, and then I'm like, no, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> maybe not as bad as everyone else, but that doesn't mean I don't have problems.
0: Well, it's not ideal. Um, right have you you don't have
2: to have the worst case you, for it to be no, a problem
0: <laughs> no I'm saying uh, while this is certainly not an ideal or lastable situation have you found that with not having to go to work has your health and well being improved a little bit
2: it has oh, um, That's really honestly good. even just without the stress alone of it mm-hmm. so much better um, I was like probably about 10 to 15 pounds underweight, and I gained somewhere around, like, 25 to 30 pounds. Then I was slightly yeah. overweight, so I lost some. I wouldn't know but... anything
0: about being right.
2: overweight. <laughs> what? But, no. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, that immediately was like, oh, my gosh, if I feel sick, I can just, like, I can still eat food and lay around. Because one of the biggest things I found is, if I move around a lot after I eat, like... I'm going to be down for the count. So a lot of my solution ended up being to keep my job not eating as much as I should and having to eat small amounts frequently. And so I was always, like, kind of struggling to keep weight on. So now just not even, like, just not working alone has been, like, Yay, I can eat food, and if I do feel bad, I'll just it's... lay here and be miserable, but I won't have to, like, worry about losing my job, yeah. and so then fear eating food, you know, like... It Small to amounts be a frequently
0: pickle. is actually a really great weight loss technique, but if you're already mm-hmm. underweight, it's the last thing you want to do. You don't want to be doing weight loss techniques right. if you're already underweight.
2: And I still tend to be kind of a, a nibbler, but yeah. I can... But I I don't feel like I have to nibble extra slow and extra small amounts. Yeah. Whereas now I can kind of just nibble like normal amounts of food and mm-hmm. I can track and make sure that I'm getting the right amount of calories and all of that. So So yeah.
0: I am now yeah. going on to Park Sesh Lager. was it was just kind of a logger. It was good, but okay. I don't really have any Purposely specific no notes room. on it. There was nothing <laughs> bad to note, to have, but
1: like, a live um, plug attached to it.
0: Ah, uh, so. that would have changed the experience a lot. Also, I would People be dead.
1: welding, but uh, sorry, yeah, it's just it, it. It says it on the box when you buy a whole case of it. So
0: yeah. So, uh, so Phil, you wanted to bring something up. Yeah, do
3: you guys mind if I call out Chris here?
0: Mm-hmm. Because Chris didn't get
3: back to me. What? So, I-, I wished you a happy birthday, and you did respond to that. Once again, happy birthday to the birthday boy. Thank you. Um, I have to double-check. Uh, did I mention... What, what I mentioned...
1: Today.
3: So... Jesse has a birthday
2: coming up, too, doesn't he? So uh, Christmas actually, Jesse's birthday. birthday
0: is today when you're hearing the podcast, on the 25th. Oh, hey. Uh, I I gotta pull up... I gotta pull up message history. Uh, Did I
3: just... Were you part of the crew that was supposed to go to Extra Life United last time? Uh,
0: no. I've kind of always wanted to go, but time off work as well as affording a plane ticket has just kind of never really even been attainable it's It's, uh, i want i want to go to extra life united uh like i want to buy a house and buy a car it's kind of like that it's like it's not even really attainable enough to entertain the idea at this point at at any rate my my trip to extra life united last time
3: got canceled mm -hmm. way back in the old old days of 2020 (laughs) <laughs> and because of that, I still have but a I flight need. credit that I am I have to use by the end of the year. Like, mm-hmm. the money just goes away if I do not use it. Right. And I have a friend up in Seattle mm-hmm. that I'm considering visiting. And if the border is open again and I'm in Seattle, I
0: might just rent a car and drive up to see you, folks. That would be awesome. And between Jesse, Jacob, and vibes? I... We'll find a place to put you for sure. Oh, I'm sure. There's, there's no question. I don't know which place it's going to be, but we'll find a place to put you.
2: I also know a certain gentleman that, if push came to shove, would know what good hotels are in town. <laughs>
3: Fair enough. Mm-hmm. It's true. Now, the I one know thing Peter that I've has said before he's like, to... hey,
2: if you need a, a, a stay when you're around here, like, let me know. I'll hook you yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to
0: speak on his behalf, but I don't think Peter has, or Jesse have room. I don't know Jacob's living situation. Obviously, sure. my place actually has the most room, but that's something I got to clear with my wife. <laughs> of course. <laughs> oh, sure. But we'll now, find you somewhere now, for all, sure.
3: All that being said, there is one thing that's kind of on my bucket list that I want to do while I'm up there. Mm-hmm. It has to has to do with being on the west coast, mm-hmm. which is I have never been to a natural hot springs. Oh, and I feel like that would just be something that I'd really like to do.
0: I mean, if uh, uh, yeah, I uh, within a day's drive of where we are, there is a hot spring that is currently like in the Cusp BC. If you want to like Google that. Uh, There are a couple. I've only been to one of them. Actually, there's a few, but two big ones. Uh, Hot springs. And now you say natural hot spring. I mean, there's one in uh... I'm perfectly fine if they take natural water and they put it into uh, we'll get to that. (laughs) <laughs> um it, if,
3: if they pump see? natural water into a man-made enclosure but what i'm saying is yeah, it's, i want it to actually it's, be naturally heated water not yes
0: yes it's it's like a formed pool that's fed from a hot spring uh, Right, right so there's no artificial heating it's right. really if nice it has artificial heating then it's just a fucking hot tub let's be real
3: yes exactly <laughs> but
0: no uh I
3: think a
2: spring that is hot but not a hot spring.
0: <laughs> I think equidistant I don't know that but I'm just guessing cuz times just sort of blurs when you're driving. I think uh either one direction back just outside of Chilliwack where I grew up uh Harrison Hot Springs comes excuse me comes to mind but I think Nicusp in the Kootenays is gonna be a much better choice you can go to yeah there's Radium that's close to Banff Matt just posted that um, there is uh, Nicusp Hot Springs and then Ainsworth Hot Springs also in Nacusp but there's a lot of options we could make uh, like a day overnight and back type trip That this is very doable yeah.
3: I, I could that being said, it, uh, the this way I relies
0: it, on travel but. restrictions dropping. Because right of now, uh, the Nikuspot Springs are only available to residents. You actually have to provide like your identification and show that you live there. There
1: tourism yeah, they in closed.
3: In yeah. yeah, gotcha.
1: Well, but if, I don't know if it's come up on podcast yet, but we come in watching a little bit of the news to see like how things have been going. Do I try not do to do that. Also, fair enough. But I know, like, due to the nature of the Yukon uh, and, like, Alaska being another American-Canada border, they are allowing for certain people to, like, enter the border, across the border, like, into B.C. so that it can, like, go up to Alaska. Because it's like, well, they could show proof of residence there, but like, yeah, some people are using that as an excuse to like get into Canada for like vacations and like. I mean, delay if their you traveling. make rules,
0: people are always going to try to break them.
1: Oh, always. So, it, so it makes sense that like they have, they're like you have to show proof of residence. Yeah, yeah. So. But um, what, what I think would be ideal
3: is uh, because I'd be coming from Seattle and driving up to you guys. If I could even do it, so that perhaps maybe on my way back, because I'm gonna have to catch a flight back in the United States, uh, the airline I'm going through does not fly to anywhere in BC. So, fair enough. Well,
1: you, like, depending on like what the car rental would look at would, would look like, you should just consider getting like a plane from like there to like. Granted, another a airline. Car, no car rental is gonna to be do, a lot cheaper, including the fuel to get to and from
0: even then uh, the only time that it might make a difference is when you factor time into money but it sounds like you're you're gonna be like giving yourself a lot of free time during this trip and like a day or two sure. driving isn't really gonna like like big business people yeah take the flight not the car cause your time being money that makes the right. car not worth it but I don't think that's the situation you're in
1: no, this would be awesome. A... If if nothing else, you'll actually let's say being devil's advocate to myself, uh the drive actually would be pretty awesome.
3: Yeah. No, that's part of it as well is I've got a feeling there's some beautiful scenery. Oh but the one thing absolutely. That I would <laughs> not be allowed to do in VC is I would not be able to fly my drone because Canada actually has some really, really restrictive drone licensing laws.
0: Hmm. I didn't yeah, actually I, know I... that.
3: I saw a video on it. And I'm just like, ooh, you had to get all that to fly, Huh. And it <laughs> just, I, I've not looked into that at all,
2: commercially or just at all.
0: Uh, at all.
2: Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um,
0: but and you you brought up initially uh, my birthday. I did want to add one thing we talked about on the podcast. Uh, we were talking about uh, the charity organization Two Blind Brothers. And they're saying, uh, like, they're putting money into, excuse me, into research, into curing blindness. And they're saying, shopping blind, it's all about trust. You've got to just, like, someone's like, this will be good. Like, you know, you can't, you can feel your clothes, but you don't know if somebody's putting something ridiculous on you or not. Like, it's about trust. And so they said, like, we want you to try shopping blind and trust us that it's going to be good, that we've curated good enough items, but you don't know what you're getting. And so it's just like they had different boxes at different price points, and it was just like, just buy something and trust us, it's good. And so we were talking about that leading up to my birthday, and so Jesse decided, well, hey, I'm buying you one for your birthday, (laughs) and... Then he proceeded to, you know, give out my address on the podcast and causing me to censor it. Uh, (laughs) That was nice of him. Uh, But I received my blind box today. I got a... I don't know what Jesse paid, uh, but I got a sandalwood scented candle. And it's really nice. I like it Mm. a
1: lot.
2: (laughs) Sandalwood scent.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'd probably like it too. Sorry, we'll see, so as soon as this what it makes me think of Brooklyn nine
0: nine. <laughs> Most things do.
2: That's that's one that's actually like on my list. I, I've seen like a couple of episodes, but I just never like did not deep dive. I it, I think it's worth it. Oh, very
1: much
0: it's, worth it's, your
3: time.
2: It's yeah, but it's, it's on Hulu those... and it's all there. It's and one I of have those Hulu, yeah, so... I
0: no, I recommend <laughs> it because it's one of those things that inexplicably, and I'm still going through Superstore, and Superstore is the similar thing.
2: It's so funny.
0: It's But, okay, so if you're familiar with Superstore, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, you watch an episode, and then you're like, wait, was that only like 25 minutes? Like, how did they put that much into 25 minutes? Brooklyn 99 does that. It's just a half hour (laughs) show with commercial breaks, and it's it's like each episode they pack so much in. Speaking of shirts, uh, Matt mentioned he's wearing a Brooklyn Nine-Nine shirt. This is the visual portion of the podcast uh, that nobody will actually see. But have you noticed it's a that
1: indication? Huh?
0: Yeah, have you noticed that uh, the rest of us, all three of us, are all wearing Extra Life shirts?
2: Yeah. Oh, fine,
3: <laughs> yes.
0: It's It's
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> So let's see here. Yellow has this year's shirt?
2: Uh, this year's shirt. Yellow is I'm what
0: gonna... what Phil calls his own sister, Emily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, well, I'm, just, each other. I'm just bugging you. We've talked we about hang it out, before.
2: We hang out more online than we do in person these days. I, so. I'm we just <laughs> busting your
0: balls a little bit. We've talked about it before. It's fine. Yeah, Emily <laughs> has uh, the blue one. Uh, Phil has the 10-year one. I have the exclusive uh, white Carbomb shirt. Uh, yes. The Carbon <laughs> Productions uh, last year's. Hang on, I'm going to go off mic a bit to show. Yes, the,
2: nice, uh, nice. the it's the one that's Extra based Live. on the Black yeah.
0: Flag logo. But I have the exclusive uh, black on white version instead of white on black uh, because Ooh, you you get those sort of perks when your wife makes all the shirts. But I was... Uh, yeah, Phil, I'll get to it. I'm just talking no, no, right no. now. I, I, was, I was just clarifying for yellow. <laughs> yeah, um, I said who. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was doing, because it was punk-themed, I didn't tell anyone... Well, I told Jesse and Jamie, but we're like kind of the core group that run it. Uh, but I didn't tell anyone else about my plan, since it's punk-themed. After set-up on Friday night, I went home... I bleached my hair and then I rinsed it out and I bleached it again, like double bleached into like platinum blonde that next morning or sorry, before next morning, then I eyelinered the hell out of my eyes, like big old raccoon eyes. I went for the reductive technique. So I slept in the eyeliner and then in the morning just removed enough of it to, to make it like, I'm sure most people know that technique, but if you don't, reductive looks so much better than additive um it just
2: it gives it more of like a kind of smeared worn look yes like, exactly
0: yeah. if you're going for like messy punk look but yeah i right. spiked up my hair that morning touched up the eyeliner uh wore the white shirt with a black leather jacket over it that's why i wanted you a white shirt yourself? uh yes uh and i actually had <laughs> t- the two earrings that he wears as clip-on version. But I showed up that morning, I started loading stuff up, (laughs) like stuff into uh, the place that we shoot, and on my third trip, a few of the other people are like, wait, hang on, is that Chris? They thought I was just, (laughs) it's not unheard of for like randoms to just show up on the day of, right? and they thought I was just a random, and they're like, wait, hang on, like, is that you? (laughs) And it was pretty great.
2: Did you tell them it was a nice day for a white wedding?
0: I actually sang that during our uh <laughs> our rock band section amazing and I think I did <laughs> pretty best. well. that's one of the songs I've actually just with my singing lessons uh I have performed that song with a band in front of an audience and in my opinion killed it which I'll just stick um two
2: instruments personally
0: uh slight <laughs> slight humble brag uh I have been exploring bass singing techniques and I actually Ooh. accidentally pulled off a a the first and last I've tried it again and I haven't pulled it <laughs> off but uh I actually pulled off a successful subharmonic the other day and that guy tried like,
2: it in the morning
0: Oh the no in the morning well. I I can actually hit like some crazy notes uh, <laughs> yeah I'll, not for the podcast, but just sometime I'll I'll just when I get a real 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 low morning voice <laughs> I'll uh hey, bust out your George <clears throat> Ooh, oh my. oh <laughs> my oh I can I can do it a uh, whole lot better when I've had like maybe a couple shots of whiskey be before bed and then uh, another shot of whiskey when I wake up because I'm an adult and I get to live as irresponsibly as I want to. <laughs> Uh then we've like get... strong basketball players. Yes.
2: <laughs> uh but I don't we know are if you guys saw that video, we'll have to share that with you.
0: We are uh <laughs> getting close. Um I, I can't watch the recording time of the episode because there was a whole lot of uh stuff that was cut out that you guys will never get to hear. Um but there's a couple topics on there. I want to get into everyone is telling me uh, that we need to talk about John McAfee. And I asked why I'm out of the loop. And Jesse said, don't look up his name. Wait for someone to tell you on the podcast. So does somebody know what is going on with John McAfee that can tell me and apparently hey, blow hey. my mind?
2: Oh, I was going to say, I looked it up before the podcast. So I uh, have some information.
1: information
2: yeah, that's right. His subscription expired. Oh, um, oh he died? Where is where it gets uh, interesting? So, he, I'll, I'll read you the the headline first, which is okay. John McAfee found dead in Spanish prison after his extradition to the U.S. was approved.
0: Yeah, he... So I am aware of, like, this guy's messed up. <laughs> like, he... His life, like... Okay, now that he's dead, are we going to get a John McAfee movie? Because I would watch the hell out of that. Like, that guy's like life... Yeah, that guy's <laughs> life was just... Uh, it was chaotic as fuck. Like, like it went from totally being, like... Uh, like, yeah, attached to one of the most annoying... Uh, viruses you can put on your computer uh the mcafee virus scanner <laughs> um
1: oh irony of
0: ironies yeah um but then like his lifestyle started to get out and like cocaine fueled parties and like water skiing with two bitches on his shoulder while he's water skiing on two bitches instead of on skis uh Uh, like that kind of thing and i'm saying that sarcastically not trying to be offensive but uh it was like he was just all about the party lifestyle hardcore then started to get weird when he started to get into like lots of legal trouble and like started like trying to skip the country and then wasn't he wanted for murder like a couple different charges that they couldn't make stick or I have
2: to admit, I don't know about that one. I can certainly read you, like...
0: The life of John McAfee, that's why we need a a movie or, like, a biopic or whatever. Like, the life of John McAfee is... It's a a a ride.
2: (laughs) So, uh, according to CNN, uh, it says, McAfee was awaiting extradition in Spanish prison after being charged with tax evasion in the United States last year. McAfee was found dead in his cell in a prison near Barcelona on Wednesday around 1 p.m. Eastern Time, and a medical examiner went to the scene. A spokeswoman for the Superior Court of uh, Catalonia told CNN, she said the cause of death is under investigation. A statement from the Catalonia Regional Government Justice Department which manages prisons there said that the prison medical personnel and guards attempted to perform life-saving procedures after finding McAfee, but were unsuccessful. The statement said everything indicates that McAfee could have died by suicide. So, yeah, that's kind of the majority. <laughs>
1: that's an overview. The, do you think the room, the rumors of his death are greatly exaggerated? Do you think he paid somebody off to try and get out of this? Nah. Or do you think he actually expired?
0: I don't think he had at this point enough money or enough brains to actually pull off a heist like that. Like this is a man that just he lived hard and fast, and he crashed and burned. <laughs> um, referring
2: to this, he, he was also seventy-five. So. Yeah.
0: Sure. Um. One thing that it was obviously acted, but it was, you know, it's the easiest thing to act is a thing you already are. Um, so he was acting <laughs> like a drug-fueled maniac, uh, like cocaine fiend. Uh, but there was a video that he did, and he was talking about... He was like playing the caricature of his reputation in the media at that point, but he was like, yes, the McAfee uh, virus scanner has my name on it, I haven't been associated with that company for, like, years and years. I sold it. The name is on there, but that's it. I have nothing to do with it. But since my name is on it, that's still in my emails. The number one email I get is, like, how do I uninstall this piece of shit software? So it's, like, we're going to try. I'll try to figure it out for you. And he, like, pulls out a laptop. He's, like, hang on. I, uh... I need a little bit of, like, <laughs> like, does a line. It's like, okay, McAfee. I just, and, like, he just keeps, like, he has, like, slave girls bringing him more and more cocaine and stuff. And it's a pretty hilarious video, but it's also a, like, it's a little bit too real. And, uh, like, it's, like, this it's, is a person having a crisis. <laughs>
2: Looks like he was also indicted in March on so- separate fraud and money laundering charges. Haven't found anything about yeah. possible murder. I I uh, think,
0: oh. I, I remember hearing a podcast about, like, oh, the craziness you know yeah. that uh, was his life. I don't think, I think maybe it wasn't him. I think it was maybe somebody he was associated with, and, like, I think he maybe tried to help somebody, uh,
3: like, you know dodge what? some murder did charges you, or something. I out. don't. Can I I'm take a, a guess like here, that. Yellow? did uh, like some sort of an assassination attempt on a head of state or something like that. Go ahead.
2: I don't know about that, but it he does say told him the... how much she was making. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It did say in the final two decades of McAfee's life include uh, a somewhat bizarre series of events. In 2012, McAfee briefly vanished after fleeing from his home in Belize uh, because local police tried to question him on the death of his neighbor. He has denied involvement in the death and claimed he fled because he feared for his life. He spent time in Guatemala and then moved to Montreal, Canada, where he worked on a documentary about his life.
0: And that's probably when they filmed that thing. He ran ran for
2: what, U.S. He ran for U.S. president in 2016 as a libertarian and launched a new security product that he called an effing game changer. (laughs)
0: I didn't know about any of that, but th- this man's right. life is just fascinating. Well, if like, if, if, if they, you
1: know, that makes sense because Tiger King did too. Yeah, so.
0: if they can make a Tiger King uh, documentary series, the life of John McAfee is worth it. You know who else? I don't know if he has one, but if he doesn't, he should. You know who else is batshit insane? Richard Branson. Fuck that guy's life, uh, like the guy from Virgin. Uh, yeah. He, I would love to see an in-depth documentary about the life of Richard Branson. Um, but Man. as we're coming to a close, uh, I'm going to have Sunsetter Peach Wheat Ale. I don't usually not like cool. wheat beers, but uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, and
1: Emily, out there. I've only had two, and I'm feeling a bit tipsy because I'm not drinking more regularly. Chris, uh, how are you doing there? I'm doing drinking fine. In a third there. No, well, this is, is my fourth.
0: I am a sorry. professional alcoholic. <laughs> Honestly, you guys, honest opinion. Do I seem more than a, just a little bit buzzed? I'm a little bit off, I but think... I'm, I'm a little bit off, but I'm not no, wasted, not even news. remotely.
2: I have been on the podcast with you way drunker than you oh, are yeah. now. So four, four beers me, is seems nothing. Like nothing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But as yeah, I have my uh, peach wheat ale, scale Emily, do you want to cover the last topic, since it's yours?
2: Yeah, so last topic, we uh, talked last time about uh, the new release for Sea of Thieves Season 3, which was going to be their crossover with Pirates of the Caribbean in collaboration with Disney. Which was weird. Disney.
0: We talked about yes. this last podcast. That was a it weird reveal. Weird. I
2: um, so I I went ahead and... Uh, I can't remember if it was actually the day it released or the day afterwards. I think it was actually on the day it released. I tried hopping into Sea of Thieves and figured, hey, you know, I'll, uh, I'll at least get some sailing done for start of the new season, even if I don't try out the new content yet. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I load up. You can get three types of ship in the game, the smallest being a sloop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I figure, hey, I'm I'm sailing alone Right now, I don't have any friends playing with Manline, so I'm just going to do a sloop because it's easier to sail with a smaller boat when right. you're on your own. So I log in, I start collecting supplies to take out to the ship, run up to the ship, jump from the dock onto the deck, and I fall through to the bottom level. I go like right through the deck down to the second level. I'm like, okay, that was weird. That so I tried happen. to move, and I tried to go back up the stairs to go... Up on top of deck, and all of a sudden, my character starts juddering in place. Mm. I take damage, like to my health, and then I get thrown out through the bottom of the boat into the oh, ocean. Because you
0: underneath. were, you were like <laughs> inside the hull of the ship and you were taking damage because you were like crushed.
2: Uh, yeah, it was basically, yeah, because there are two levels you can be yeah. up on top of deck in a sloop, or you can be under deck. And then under that is is the water. So I fell right through the top deck. And then when I was down in that under deck area, I kind of it was kind of juttering me around like I was stuck on things and I, mm-hmm. I actually took damage. And then I fell through into the ocean underneath. So I was like, Oh, that was weird. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So I climbed back up on the deck or on the dock and I jumped back to the deck again. Same thing happens. <laughs> And I'm like, ah, oh, what? Okay. So, so it's getting I went way over janky the before the release. <laughs> right? So I went over to the ladder on the side of the boat. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll just climb up on top. And I got up there and nothing happened. And I was like, great. Okay, cool. It was just some weird little bug from where I was jumping. It's totally fine. I take a few more steps and I fall right through. And, I, <laughs> and it keeps doing the same thing. So I've actually started looking up more. Uh, with the updates that they did... They bugged out some of the simplest things in the game that you get actually. get more make complex
0: it and you break like the Like Being able
2: to get on your ship. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, in fact, when I logged in, I actually. Uh, there was a rowboat next to the dock from a previous person who had been on the server and left the rowboat. Mm-hmm. So, for a while, I just played the entire thing just in a rowboat where I just like you use, island
0: you and, use like, what you got
2: <laughs> right um but uh I also saw videos online of people where they managed to get the boat to work for them but then like they're just sailing along and there's their ship for no reason just sinks huh and they lost all their stuff or like their ship just flies out of the water into the sky leaving them behind like, in the uh, water. Like
0: Captain Hook's ship at the end <laughs> of <laughs> Peter Pan.
2: Right, yeah.
3: <laughs> Emily, that must have been what happened last time we played. Our boat just sank. I don't know what happened.
2: Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that sounds like a story. That's
2: uh, like, <laughs> yeah, so we've been trying to teach my dad to play Sea of Thieves. He he purchased it after he, he built his gaming rig. And uh, so, you know, we've been... We haven't been trying to go for lots of money. We're mostly just doing missions, like voyages, so that he can kind of get used to playing. Yeah. And one of the things Phil decided to do was he was like, you know what, we've got some of these TNT barrels here. We can (laughs) go ahead and take one and we'll sell it. And it was dark because it was night in the game. And it was also like storming just a little bit. So I couldn't see. I thought Phil was swimming back with one of the chests that we had. So I used the harpoon, and I pulled the TNT barrel in, and it blew up the ship.
1: Neat. And
2: uh, so I I die. Yeah. And then Phil, I think it was just because he was preoccupied with other things. Uh, I was trying to
3: get the mast back up. I didn't realize that the ship was filling up with water. <laughs> ah,
2: gotcha. Okay, so yeah. Long story short phil did not successfully save the ship so between the two of us uh both with a little bit of fault i didn't ask him what he actually had in his hands you know he maybe could have done a little more had he realized there were holes below we sank the ship and lost all the treasure which wasn't very much but that's a weird (laughs) glitch i'm so sorry that happened to
3: you guys (laughs) yeah so weird yeah so
2: weird um but yeah so i'm you know, I'll be going back, but I'm kind of giving it a few days because Sea of Thieves needs some serious work before it's fully functional yeah. again. <laughs> it kind of I'm so sure like they're the panicking.
1: That... Like doing the updates for the, the thing just used a really, really old version. Uh, yeah. it had, it no, really no, it's... Yeah, and... no, no,
0: it's it's... I mean, that could be it, but usually like, when, like, you when you, you introduce new things... Proves incompatible with the old things, and so the game engine is trying to reconcile. Uh, it's like, in very basic terms, and I'm not saying this for you, Matt. I know you've done programming. I'm not talking down to you. I'm saying, just for the audience, in the most basic terms, if a circle is always a circle, and then the new engine says uh, that a circle is a rectangle, uh, the game's just like, but. I'm... And, and like yeah. it, it just it's just it's like I I just can't and it will just crash and fail because it's like nope this yeah. won't work for me. Basically, um, what
1: it comes down to is you even if like it was just one developer like made the mistake, whoever was yeah. supposed to be kind of making or doing quality control um, was you know drinking a little too much at work or something that particular day and pushed a really really bad version of the game. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So could, could as,
1: a, be. as someone who plays Pokemon Go, that happens on a very regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know um, what they say about bugs and sea of thieves, right? They're just features? features in disguise. <laughs> They're
3: rare.
2: They're rare. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> on that on to, that, to that quote note, rare. Yeah. I think we've done a pretty good job so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh
0: on that note. Wonder how much I that think makes. I think this has actually been uh a pretty great intro. Uh, so, Emily, what time is it?
2: Theme song. Three, two, one,
0: two. Perfect. Thank all you. Okay, so thank you for listening to Carbon Podcast. That's all the time we have. Emily, what time is it?
2: Oh, is it already time for the outro? Alright, fine. Outro. Three, two,
3: one. Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof
1: glass. Tailpipe, tread-like, grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing. Aerial breaks you shock absorber. Air what's the, what's the aerial? Classic.